When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, you've been listening to Texas A&M Basketball. Welcome to the CHI St. Joseph's Health Postgame Show, presented by CHI St. Joseph, the official healthcare provider of Texas A&M Athletics. Once again, here is the voice of Texas A&M Basketball, Andrew Monaco. We welcome you back to Reed Arena where the fight in Texas Aggies fall to the eighth-ranked Kentucky Wildcats. 69-60 is the final. CHI St. Joseph Health is the official health care provider of Texas A&M Athletics. And we begin our post-game show with our AT&T calls of the game. Flag and Josh Nebo. Savion on the wing, right side. Catch and shoot. Wendell Mitchell straight away. Three. Splash. Five. Two. Aggies. Jackson now in front of the center jump circle is Q dribbles to his left with a Nebo screen shy of the left elbow out to Savion he's in front of the Kentucky bench a 27 footer that he splashes goes to Mitchell catch and shoot high right wing three oh my Wendell Mitchell brought rain and splashes the three home his second three 17 14 Kentucky and the 18-footer short offensive rebound, Nebo. Out to Mitchell for three. Foul on extended. Second time's the charm for Chuck. Buzz Williams was talking about has to be in double digits. He'll fire for three, and he was already backpedaling. Timeout, Kentucky. 
Jab step by Savion. Now he'll launch a three from the right wing and swish it. Savion's fourth three. He's got 14. And the Aggies within 10. Savion to JJ. Right wing three is true by JJ. And a timeout, Kentucky. Wildcats would get the 69-60 win over the fighting Texas Aggies. The calls of the game were brought to you by AT&T, America's best network, reminding you that networks, like college basketball, should never be just okay. Best network based on GWS1 score, September 2019. Along with John Thornton, I'm Andrew Monaco. As we wrap up this game, Kentucky and Texas A&M, the Aggies put three in double figures. Chuck with 18, 17 for Savion Flag, 14 points for Josh Nebo on the evening, 30 for Emmanuel Quickly, a new career high for the Kentucky guard, 13 for Tyrese Maxey, and 11 for Ashton Hagens as they were hitting free throws down the stretch for the Wildcats. A 69-60 to 60 win for Kentucky, who had a nine-point lead at the half. John, this is an Aggie team that plays them even in the second half. Um, you had to overcome that deficit. I get it. But, um, uh, and I'll ask Buzz when he gets out here, another word that we get to use. We've been using trust and belief and confidence. How about resilience by this Aggie team? Yeah, and, and it's not easy. I mean, you know, against any basketball team, this team in particular is such a hard matchup. I mean, they, they have so much. We talked about what how many things they're good at. And so when you get down and they're playing, Kentucky's playing well. I mean, you're giving them their best shot, and they're playing well through that. And they have a chance to push it out. And you've, you've reached down and, and figure out a way to get back in the game. And they did it time and time again uh, to get where they could have a, an opportunity to have a possession, make it even more interesting. What had the ball and down seven or was it six? You're you talking Aggies in yes, that second yeah, half? Yeah. They had gotten to within seven, right? Yep. I believe we did. And then uh, the, the 57-50 after the JJ3. Yeah. yeah. And so you, you make another bucket in there, you get another stop in there. It's a, it's a ball game. It was a ball game anyway. Yeah. But to be able to, there's so many things you have to do right to win a game anyway. Against this team, it even magnifies that. And AM did what they needed to do to get in it, stay in it, but just didn't have enough to get it done at the end. Now seven wins in a row for Kentucky, 23-5 and five overall, 13-2 and two in SEC play. Good teams don't panic. Kentucky didn't. But I think that's now another side that we're starting to see from the Aggies. Frustrated, maybe. Never that panic and never trying to just, oh, we've, we've got to shoot a ton of threes right now. Yeah, that, that happened early. That happened right? early, right. I mean, four shots, try to run out and try to score on a broken floor when there's nothing there. So, I mean, it was just disjointed when things got bad. Now you see a concerted effort to do what, you know, whether it be a timeout or what they work on in practice to get done what's done. And a good example of that, when you had to score after a turnover to, to get back in the game, set up a play, that they, you know, something that Coach drew up on the, at, at halftime, I mean at halftime, at the timeout where yeah. it was a, a two-man play between Chuck and and, uh, and Nebo and it ends up being a slam. So, yeah, I mean, the executing, believing in what they do, knowing what to do, knowing the personnel, and also seeing the confidence the guys are playing with. Defensively, we've seen that earlier. Yeah. But offensively, it is fun to see guys shooting it and feeling and feeling it as they go. Chuck, you're seeing that. Uh, Savion's feeling mm -hmm. it. Josh understands what his what he can do. And uh, – just be a little bit more, little bit more fortunate than not getting people falling when he takes that big shoulder into him. <laughs> yeah, but we're seeing that defense more. We really, you know me, I'm a big guy on identity, right? And we're seeing this team now, you know, 
the identity emerging, but we're also seeing a little more consistency by the Aggies on both ends of the floor, aren't we? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to argue with you on that one because I see a lot more consistency. Gotcha. It's just a ton. I love being wrong like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, we, we go to practice and yep. we see – you know what they, they they're trying to get done and a lot of times if, if you don't watch them a lot or you go why don't they do this or how come they're doing that well you know they work on these things in practice that they wanted to do a certain way you're seeing more consistency of what they're trying to get done in practice absolutely being executed out here without timeouts and setting them up identifying uh, opportunities to attack weaknesses that you see but they, they talk about them in practice and so yeah that light bulb's gone off in that in that area yeah it really has kentucky gets the 69 to 60 wins still to come in our chi st joseph health postgame show we have our wells fargo winning moments our raising canes final box score john will update his ups my choice alert and we'll hear from the head coach of the fighting texas aggies buzz williams tonight's games presented by aggie land outfitters the leader in aggie gifts and apparel visit their flagship location on university drive in college station or on Online at AggielandOutfitters.com. Stay with us. More CHI St. Joseph Health postgame show to come. 69-60, Kentucky defeats Texas A&M. This is Aggie basketball from Learfield IMG College. Kentucky 69, Texas A&M 60. That's the final from Reed Arena. Next two for the Aggies will be on the road. We're at LSU Saturday for an 11 o'clock tip at the Maravich Center. 10.30, the Bud Light tip-off show on Saturday morning. At Auburn next Wednesday, we wrap up SEC play before the tournament next Saturday at 3.30. Back here at home against Arkansas. The CHI St. Joseph Health postgame show rolls on from Reed Arena. Time now for our Wells Fargo winning moments. And tonight, they're provided by Savion Flag. It was Maxi who stepped on the end line. That's why the Aggies get it back. Nebo to his left, and he just jams it over Nick Richards. And when he ran right into J.J., it became an offensive foul. Savion three rattles in. He's got nine on three threes. 44-36, Aggies force the turnover on the charge by Chuck. Second by the Aggies in this game, 46 on the season. Lob, Nebo behind Sestina, jam. That made it 44-38, Savion Flag. He had five of the Aggies' 13 assists, 17 points, four rebounds, five assists for Savion in our Wells Fargo winning moments. Wells Fargo, the official bank of Texas A&M Athletics. And in this stretch for Savion, sometimes we focus so much on offense. Savion now in double figures in each of the last five for him with the 17 tonight. But... His all-around game just keeps getting better and better. He seems to be seeing the floor better now than he has in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. confidence goes a long ways. Uh, but, but passing the ball, making the execution, or the decision to throw the ball down, uh, the, you, have, you have just a split second to throw an alley, a lob yeah. over the top. And so, yeah, that confidence is really there. He has, he has a great vision. And, and, and we've seen that through the course of the year. When things got a little shaky, uh, they put him at the point even to be, yeah. able to, be, to be able to distribute. So yeah. they'll, they'll bounce him out, get him to see the floor. Did a great job tonight. But, you know, all-around game, really coming on. Really like the way he's, he's, he's figuring into the defensive side of it, too. So, you know, the, the thing that I, I like about the way this team is finishing – they haven't played their best basketball yet, and they played some good basketball here yeah. in the last, you know, couple of you know, three weeks or last two weeks. So their best basketball is still ahead. Yeah. And I didn't get a lot out of Emmanuel Miller tonight, but this is the no. first big, big staged game that he's 
uh, played against, you know, a play against a quality Isn't opponent like that. something that now that stands out to us? Yeah. Right? Because we're just so used to his development and how good he's been. Right. Up until this moment. Yeah, he didn't score, and he's, he's our leading rebounder on the team, and he had four. So, again, he had his work cut out for him. That's a formidable, you know, back line that he's having to battle. And, uh, yeah, had a little tough luck around the basket, some shots going in, but that's good. Some, some very competitive people. Some very competitive people. This is a Kentucky team that out-rebounded the Aggies 31-23. to E.J. Montgomery had 10 of those 31 rebounds for Kentucky. Uh, the thing about Savion Flag is I thought last year, go back to the Gonzaga game last year in Spokane. Billy Kennedy put him as the initiator of the offense, and I thought that kind of allowed him to see the floor. And then last year when he kind of accepted guarding the best score, I never thought he'd lost that. But when Buzz on one of the offensive plays has him catch at the elbow, he's allowed his teammates to move. Just more patience there. That's been fun to watch for him. No, it is. It's, it's just a, it's just a really a nice weapon to have. A guy with that size that can see over the defense and, and be able to have the decision-making uh, process to be able to deliver the ball. Here's the head coach of Texas A&M, Buzz Williams, joining us courtside after Kentucky's 69-60 to win. And, and coach, before the game uh, you and I were going over the words that we now use for this team may I add one more resilient this Aggie team seems to be so resilient it's fun to uh, learn from them um, resilient is another adjective that I think for sure describes who they are and I think that that was evident again tonight well one of the things that we've talked all year long there's so many categories you got to check off when you I don't care who we're playing but you're playing a quality team that you, you just saw tonight and if you went down that list and you see what you do and, and how these guys play, you've got to be happy. You've got to be happy with the turnover ratio that they had, the number of shots that you got. Shots didn't go in, in key times. And you, you have – there's so many weapons that they have. It's such a, a tough guard. Yeah, really good team, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, really good team, really good players, really good coach, really good coaching staff. Uh, I think that they probably had at minimum 50% of the crowd was their people. Um, yeah, really good. And you have to be your absolute best in order to have a chance. And, and in some respects, at times, I thought we did a good job. Right. Uh, there were empty possessions maybe more often than not in the first half in comparison to the second half. I think they had five offensive rebounds in the first half, only one in the second. I think we got the possession count kind of where we needed it to be in the second half. We were able to get it more bending in our direction. Uh, I thought in the first half, um, maybe a little bit in the first ATO because it went longer. I think we were happy we were making shots, yet way too flat defensively, which forced us into rotation too early, which gave them easy looks and or when they shot and missed they got the rebound because we were in rotation i thought we did a lot better job in the second half of any time there was a threat to the paint of stopping that threat and extending the possession which is why we were maybe better on the defensive glass in the second half because the ball stayed in front of us in the first half uh particularly in that first ato uh the ball was going downhill too fast, and we had too many two-way defenders like, oh, I'm too flat, let me help on the drive, and it's too late. Oh, they pitched it to the three, I'm still too flat. Oh, I'm late on the closeout. And we just played from behind 
relative to that aspect in too many possessions and because of their talent level and because of their speed included with their talent level, you just can't do that. And I thought in the second half, we calmed a lot of that down. It's not going to be perfect when you're playing uh, against a team as potent as they are, but much better. You know, I know we were fouling the last uh, 90 seconds, but entering tonight's game, 18% of their points had come from the free throw line. We did a lot better job of not giving them points at the free throw line. But in the first half, we didn't do as good a job as we have to do of getting points from the free throw line. We got to the bonus in the second half at about the eight-minute mark, and we need we need that in both halves, preferably earlier than that because we're so reliant on needing to make free throws. And that's one of the things, I mean, you can't do – I mean, maybe the way the game was officiated tonight, uh, you know, we could talk about that. I could talk about it. You can't. But <laughs> there you put yourself in a situation, you get fouled, and you don't. You, you come away empty. And I get it. I'm not going to say anything more about that. But what – you could see night and day, but the way the defensive recovery of what you were trying to get done the second half as opposed to what happened the first half. But they are a hard matchup defensively because of the quickness in the three perimeter players. Well, they have they have four draft picks on the floor, hmm. nearly all 200 minutes. Um, we, we were able to get a little bit, just a hint of foul trouble uh, for a couple of minutes here or there in the second half. But we've we need that in the first half so that we can kind of continue that in the second half. And uh, that's hard to do. Uh, right. It's hard to do. It's hard to get past that initial line of defense in order to get them in rotation, in order to get them in foul trouble. And we didn't do that in the first half. But one of the things, you know this, it's a chess game in certain respects because you take away here, you hedge there, you do this for every opponent. There's a little bit of something. You yep. be you. We know that. But you did a great job with their, their uh, perimeter. I mean, their inside play. Richards, you know, was really – I mean, that's a great – Well, it's a, it's a, it, it, is a, it is a pick your poison and just because of uh, what I believe, and I don't mean that arrogantly, uh, I want to play inside out offensively and defensively. Uh, they have scored more points inside the three, wood twos. They've scored more wood two points than any power five team in the country. Okay, well, if you allow them to do that, we're going to foul. Right which is why they're getting 20% of their points from the free throw line. And they, by the way, they shoot at free throws at unbelievable clip. And so you, our philosophy, we've got to do everything possible to keep it out of the box, which trends towards they're going to shoot more threes than they want. They're last in the league through 14 games and three-pointers make. And it's uh, pick your poison. Uh, they were averaging five threes per game coming into tonight. They made 11. We didn't foul as much, but we also, particularly in the second half, did a really good job of controlling the paint. And that's, that's our philosophy, and that's what we believe is right. You can't do one. You can't do half and half. You know, right. you can't chase two rabbits and catch neither. You got to catch one, and that's that's always going to be our one. But one of the things that also to me that that's noticeable about this team, you know, uh, Andrew said resilient, but how their their basketball IQ has improved offensively, being able to see, take advantage when they substitute, you knew where to attack, or they, you don't have to take a timeout to, to set that up. They start. We're getting we're getting better. I told them uh, that is one thing that I just told them. 
Uh, I think we've played uh, five guarantee games, all decided by two possessions or less. The highest win in November in a guarantee game was six. The lowest win in December was by three. And what's happened in this evolution of caring about the same things, which I think are the right things, they're all pulling in the same direction. They're all trying really hard. And what I just told them was, in that process, what they haven't realized is, is they're playing with a lot more intelligence. Because if you're caring about the right things and you're all pulling in the same direction and you're trying really hard, then that means everybody's on the same page. And that requires some level of feel. That requires some level of basketball IQ. And I didn't think, like I told them, did we play hard tonight? Yes. Did we play together tonight? Yes. Did we play smart the way we have to play smart tonight? The words they use, 50-50. Right. And in a game like this. They said it, that. Yeah, it, but they know that. Right. <laughs> but it can't be 50-50. You, you've, to overcome and have a chance to win, the play hard it's got to be at 100%. The play together, it's got to be at 100%. The play with a really high IQ has got to be at 100%. And if you have those things, then now maybe it's a chance. But without those things, we don't have a chance. And I don't know that because they've been a part of the evolution and they're not on the outside looking at it, I don't know that they realize how much they've grown mentally right. just as much as their execution level physically and how together they are emotionally. I don't know that they've realized that. And to be in the position that we're in speaks to their evolution. But tonight, you got to – a lot of things have to go perfect. Right. But the things that you have to count on that we've counted on the last 10 days, all credit to Kentucky. We just weren't quite as smart as we have to be in the first half. We were, there were too many, oh, that's not what we do. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, I'm sorry I'm late. No, we can't say I'm sorry. Right. We can't. Not we don't have those like possessions. That. No, not with the team like that. As he always talks about, first rep. You got to do it the first time. We right. cannot fail on the first rep. Right. And too often in our prep for what we have to do against Kentucky, too often in the first half, we failed our first rep. We were better in our second, and then we were okay by we got to the third rep. We we can't we can't we can't afford to do that. Good good teams don't right, do that. Right. We'll see what they do on Saturday at LSU. We'll see you then, Coach. Thank, Thank you. you. You bet. Buzz Williams, head coach of Texas A&M, 69-60 is the Kentucky win. A&M back at it on Saturday, 11 o'clock at LSU, 10:30, with our Bud Light tip-off show. We still have our Raising Cane's final box score and John's UPS My Choice alert as the CHI St. Joseph Health postgame show rolls on from Reed Arena. This is Aggie basketball from Learfield IMG College. CHI St. Joseph Health postgame show continues from Reed Arena. Let's recap tonight's final box score. Our final Raising Canes box score. 
for the Aggies. Three and double figures. Wendell Mitchell with 18 on six of 11 shooting, four of seven beyond the arc, and two of two from the line. He also had three rebounds and two assists along with a block shot. 17 for Savion Flag on five of nine from the floor. Five of six beyond the arc and two for two from the free throw line. 17 points, four rebounds, five assists for Savion. Josh Nebo with 14 points and four rebounds. Four of eight from the floor, six of ten from the free throw line. Add one more block shot for Josh Nebo, giving him 52 on the season and 264 for his career. Eight points for Quentin Jackson on four of eight shooting, 0 for three beyond the arc. He also had four rebounds and two assists. Three off the bench for J.J. Chandler, and that three cut Kentucky's lead to seven late in the second half. Three points, and you know what? What J.J. did defensively is not going to show up in this box score whatsoever. Aggies shoot 20 of 48 from the floor. 42%. They shot 48% in the second half, 11 of 23. They were 10 for 22 beyond the arc. 5 of 13 in the first half, 5 of 9 in the second half, 10 of 14 from the free throw line overall. They got out-rebounded 31-23. But what Buzz talked about, Kentucky had a 6, uh, uh, sorry, offensive rebounds were tied at 6. It was 5-3 Kentucky at the half, so 3-1 Aggies in the second half. Emmanuel quickly leads all scorers, a new career high for him of 30 points on 11 of 19, including 8 of 12 beyond the arc. He also had five rebounds and two assists. 13 points for Tyrese Maxey, product out of South Garland, had five rebounds and three assists. Ashton Hagens, their point guard, 11 points, four rebounds, seven assists for him. Eight for E.J. Montgomery. They all came in the first half. Four for Nick Richards, go along with six rebounds. Four and six for him. He averages 14 and a half and eight on the season. Three off the bench for Nate Sestina. Kentucky, though, shot 24 of 46. That's 52% from the floor, 50% beyond the arc, 11 of 22, and 10 of 11 from the free throw line. They turned 13 Aggie turnovers into 18 points. The Aggies turned Kentucky over 17 times, becoming 14 points. The paint points overall were 20 to 18. In the second half, the Aggies had a 12-6 paint point advantage on Kentucky. Second chance points, though, 13 to 4 for the Wildcats, and Kentucky had all 14 of the fast break points. They led for nearly 38 of the 40 minutes in this one. Their largest lead was 14. That was real early in the second half. Aggies got it to six at one point in the second half, but never closer than that. 69 60, our box score brought to you by Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, One Love. We'll come back. John will give his UPS My Choice alert as we wrap up. From Reed Arena, this is Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. CHI St. Joseph Health, the official health care provider of Texas A&M Athletics. They bring us the postgame show. 69-60, Kentucky defeats Texas A&M. Aggies now 8-7 in SEC play, 14-13 overall. Their three-game winning streak ends. Kentucky's won seven in a row, 23-5, 13-2, and atop the SEC. Time for our UPS My Choice Alert. John tells us what he's alert for before the game, updates it after the game. Yeah, I was really interested to see what the pressure was going to be on Chuck and Andre at the point position because Hagens is such a good defender. He's, he's you know, 53 steals for the season, just phenomenal. 
And I really thought that was going to be a big part of it. And there were so many categories. But if you go back and look at it, Chuck and Andre fared very well. One turnover between the two of them. Yeah. And running the point. And uh, if you flip it a little bit, uh, Hagen's had five turnovers. Uh, he had seven assists to go along with that. Mm-hmm. And he did, did a great job of getting the ball where it needed to go. But that was an area I thought would be a, a, a kind of, well, I knew it would be a concern. But uh, Chuck and, and Andre, uh, uh, Andre handled it very well. Chuck playing 24 minutes, Andre playing 13 minutes in this game, and they handled it every single time they had the ball. Kentucky's a a funny team defensively in that it doesn't have to be a steal. They're disruptive, though, on defense, aren't they? Yeah, they get you kind of, you know, not ducking a little bit, but uh, getting you out of position, uncomfortable, uncomfortable, further out, you know, different places than you want to be. And... uh, that is, as, as far as a team quickness, that might be that start. Their, their depth is a little suspect, but that the Correct. team quickness with their three perimeter players, you're not going to face anybody quicker than them. And uh, I thought A&M got off to, you know, some spurts where they had problems with it, but at the same time, uh, you know, hung in this game, had a chance to do something late, and I think that commends uh, the coaching staff and also this team as far, how far they've come. My UPS My Choice Alert brought to you by UPS, working together to achieve great things like Texas A&M basketball. That's problem solving. Visit UPS.com to learn more. Official logistics company of Texas A&M Athletics. Well, up next for the Aggies, it's another test. <laughs> it is LSU <laughs> on Saturday at 11 a.m. I, I use that word with there's it's intentional because it was a test in this uh, in this building earlier, January 14th. Aggies had a chance to put them away, failed the test, lost in Jack Link's overtime. Now you get to face another LSU team that is vexing at best. But the Aggies play much differently than they did in the middle of January. No, and, and again, I said in the broadcast, they're disappointed they didn't beat Kentucky tonight. Yep. That's, that's come a long ways from the beginning of the season. And then I know that they're having fun playing. They're seeing the fruits of their labors right now. And, and Coach talked about it in, in about what he said in the locker room. They they identified. Um, there's you know We didn't do what we know we should do. <laughs> he didn't have to tell them. Yeah. Early in the season, he had to tell them everything. They yeah. know a little more about them themselves, a lot more about themselves, and they also have some confidence. They know that they can, their best basketball is still ahead of them. Absolutely. Let's hope they get right back on the winning ways on Saturday at LSU. We'll be with you at 10.30 a.m. That will be our Bud Light tip-off show, 11 o'clock, the Aggies and LSU. Now, LSU plays tomorrow night. They'll play at Florida tomorrow night, uh, and then these two teams will play at 11 a.m. LSU's been doing that. This will be the earliest game that Texas A&M plays on Saturday. Well, we're used to getting early, getting up early on the road because there's some and there's some really unique schedules that we contend with. Buzz is kind of interested in getting up early. Isn't he? Yeah, a little shoot-around, a little chapel, <laughs> yeah, right? Go, a little yeah. get-better session. A little get-better session, yeah. get on the bus yeah. early, get that coffee. You get your coffee, you're ready to go, I know. Got that right. We'll see you on Saturday, partner. All right, we'll be there. For Dr. John Thornton, I'm Andrew Monaco, Abby Klatz, the producer of Aggie basketball in our Learfield IMG College Studios. The final score once again, Kentucky 69, Texas A&M 60. We thank you so much for joining us. Thanks and gig This is Aggie basketball from Learfield IMG College. On the Texas A&M Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This has been the CHI St. Joseph's Health Post Game Show presented by CHI St. Joseph, the official health care provider of Texas A&M Athletics. Also brought to you by AT&T, America's best network, reminding you that networks like college basketball should never be just okay. 
best network based on GWS One Score September 2019. Natty Light Seltzer. This basketball season, Natty Light Seltzer is crashing the party hard. State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. And by Pepsi, the official soft drink of Texas A&M basketball. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Texas A&M Sports Network.